Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. It's a podcast about femur bones and social media and um, different colours. My name is Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. <laughs> and this week, this week <laughs> I like that, it's a podcast about different colours. <laughs> uh, this week we're going to talk about, we're going to ask and answer the question... What if everybody got paid the same? What would happen? Because I, I sent, I, I saw an interesting passage in um, David Graeber's Bullshit Jobs where he sort of like um, delineates, lists out the different arguments, the different sort of ways people think about it. So we can go through that. So I think that would be good. And then, yeah, just what, you know, what would be, what would be the problem with that, for God's sake? For goodness sake. Any, any... Oh, sorry, I was reading the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Anything to add to that, Ivanka? Mm, Not really. I look forward to discussing it. That's all I have to say. (laughs) Kind regards, Ivanka Magic. (laughs) Um, Best, Ivanka. (laughs) Best regards. Cheers, Michael. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Do you ever write an email and you end it with thank you and then I started with thank you, so now I've got to go and change the first sentence. (laughs) to not be thank you and then I'll say thanks at the end and then that gets me out of that conundrum (laughs) I don't I leave it and then I put thanks again oh (laughs) life hack hashtag life hacks with Michael (laughs) and Ivanka So what's going on? I see. Uh, how's the coffee that you I just made yourself? I didn't make myself because the coffee you machine's fun! gone off. I went downstairs and the coffee machine is on a timer and it has been gone. It's been timed off, so I switched it on. So I'll oh. be able to make a coffee when I come back. Right. Well, you should use instant coffee like me. Oh, it's really bad for the environment. Coffee granules. <laughs> um, someone said to me yesterday, when I was like, oh, I just drink instant coffee now because um, I'm not a slave. I don't. I want proper coffee. Mine's I don't care about decaf. the environment. I worry about, you know, I don't worry. I don't, just don't worry about the environment yeah, when Ivanka it comes Magic to coffee. Ivanka Magic does not care about the environment. You heard it here first. <laughs> Ivanka, what, what is it about the environment that you don't care about it? I would have thought there's nothing more natural than coffee beans that you grind up in a in yourself. I don't know. Surely. I don't know what yeah. the hell they do to make instant. All I know is there's a lot of... There's a lot of um, fetishization of these addictive drugs sometimes, isn't there? Is. there? That, that, oh, I that only drink true. coffee that's been eaten by a cat. <sighs> that's a real thing. I know. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, how, how are you getting on? What, but, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to sort of say but, anything that's happened instead, recently? Instead of my coffee, I've got a glass of pomegranate juice from my mm. very own pomegranate trees. Organically wow. farmed in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Mm-hmm. And shipped by land. Shipped by land. In fro- we we anyway yeah. Is in it horrible? Actual- no. Is it horrible? <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. Tell us about your dreams in your children, Ivanka. Sorry, tell me what. Tell tell us about your dreams in your child. <laughs> and maybe a work anecdote. <laughs> Let me tell you. I went to. I did. Oh. Well, blah, blah, blah. this could be a funny story or not. Depends on who's listening. But I took my child to my father's grave this week. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, that's deep and sad. You it said wasn't it was the really. anniversary, right? Well, it is. Yeah, it was the anniversary, which is kind of... I don't really celebrate it, but then I remember it every so often. Celebrate. Mm. Mm. Anyway, I don't really so- recognise it very often. But then I was out with... I had to, We had to go and pick the van up because it had to be MOT'd. And we were driving back and I said to my daughter, I said, would you like to go to the place where we can go and talk to my daddy who has died? (laughs) How do you introduce a graveyard? I was like, let's go. There's this place, it's called a graveyard. And I didn't want to say that's where all the dead bodies are buried. So I said, that's where people put up, you know, a little place where you can go and visit and talk to people that have died. 
So she's like, yeah, okay. So off we went. And so she arrives at the grave. And because my father was like not very into celebrating death and all these things, he has an extremely simple cross on his grave that just says his name. Mm. And And there's all these stones so she walks over and I was like, you've got to speak to Croatian to him. And she was like, yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, but you really should. And she sort of went, mm, OK. Anyway, she said hello. And then she walked around going, well, who's this person? And I was like, Derek, Derek and Maury. <laughs> She's like, and then she started completely with no prompt from me, hugging all the gravestones and going, right. I love you. And then going to the next one and going, I love you. It's really sweet. And it, wow. and it was like really, you know, well, I don't know where she got it from, but I mean, she does Literally love people. Literally embracing death. Literally embracing gravestones. Um, <laughs> and then going, okay. but mummy, I need to talk to all of these people. There are thousands of them. And I was like, mm. yeah, but they've got people who love them who come to visit them. Okay, so anyway... And then uh, that was an interesting little episode in mm. our lives. Surprisingly amusing for something that I di- I've taken it only once before. It's not something I f- do very frequently. I took her once before when she was very little and I f- found it a bit much. But um, this time I was like, yeah, sure. Listen, have you seen what you've, you know, this is your granddaughter. She's a bit mm. of a mentalist, but very nice. <laughs> so I have no rituals in relation to my dead mother and I'm starting to suddenly think maybe I should I think it's that thing of talking to someone. Yeah. So that remind all this talk of gravestones and um actually, you know, dead parents does segue quite nicely into Avengers Endgame and the Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> We, we recorded this the week after this, but it's going to come out afterwards. But I saw Avengers Endgame. Have you seen it? I'm guessing no. not. No. I saw the Game of Thrones. It's It's been the culmination of 10 seasons of Game of Thrones and, what, like 21 Marvel movies in, in like the space of two days. And it's like, OK, um, that was good. Do we need to do I need to start another one of those? I don't even know if anything like that exists, but it is just unbelievable what they can put on screens these days. Sometimes I come away from these Marvel films going, I wish I could be part of something like that, creating something like that. But then, I I don't know, I think it would be like working for a company of thousands and thousands of people. So I don't know if that's not the sort of job I like. So, yeah. Maybe we should make a movie. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm working on one, but it's, it's certainly not going to be at Marvel scale. The smart thing they did, I think, was... That there's, I think there's probably this thing of to make a big budget action movie in Hollywood. Traditionally, you have to prove it's like anything. You have to show that you've got experience making a, a big budget action movie in order to get the job. Um, whereas Marvel went, no, we can take care of all that stuff, all the action and the CGI and all that business. We just want a filmmaker that can tell a story really well and can do characterization and can, and, you know, like do the storytelling part of it really well and we'll take because all that all that big budget vfx stuff it's it's that's not the the hard bit in a way <laughs> it's the bit that takes a lot of money but anyone you can just get in any yeah, you know, thousand yeah, yeah. cgi animators and do it whereas and just you know some experts in how do we make a rig that lets yeah, someone yeah, jump yeah, through yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, but yeah. you can try again the more it's vfx but what you can't like do is give give a di- single director or in this case a pair of directors um just let them kind of like carry through the through line because that's what it that's what it's about i'm very interested in filmmaking i don't know that i will ever get a chance to try it or how i imagine that that would ever do it but i I watch i am very interested in it and i get very excited about these things i watched aquaman recently oh god well i didn't get through it i couldn't get through it (laughs) well i we concluded that well nick went to bed (laughs) fell asleep yeah it's... and i stayed up watching it with my cousin mostly because we were chatting at the same time yeah yeah and well, we concluded that basically it. there's there's at least one element of the storyline that it didn't need it just had one too many like little build up just if they'd have chopped one story out it would have been far more fathomable not fathomable it was, enjoyable it was, well... it was just a bit boring 
but well, that guy's really when... hot, so that kept me amused. <laughs> this is what, and this is the this is the the other way of trying to do it that just doesn't pay off. The story was just non-existent. No, there it was just no didn't story. Make any sense. That's the, the problem. The tone was all over the place. Everything was just like, and all these DC films. It's like, anyway. I watched a lot of these YouTube channels and 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 seem to pay a lot of attention. To stuff. I also watched and, um, Mary Poppins, the new Mary Poppins this week. Oh. It's a very odd style for a 2019 movie or 2018 mm. or whatever it was, um, but it was very watchable. The the difference between the original and this one, and what made it, what I think makes it annoying is not annoying. The the only criticism to level at it is the fact that the songs are harder. They're a bit more complicated. So instead of like right. a spoonful of sugar, you know, and all that kind of stuff that you yeah. can pick up really quickly and understand the words, they were like, yeah. the music was a bit too clever. And right. too, well, clever, I don't know if that's the word, but it like had raps in it. So, yeah, yeah. And that Lynn Miranda, whatever his name is, <laughs> look at me remembering someone's name. I remembered Ooh. it because he was also involved in the music making for Moana. Okay. And Moana that's has it. some great music in it but it also has a few too many instrumental scores. <laughs> right. <laughs> I see. You know. The um, the original Mary Poppins, did you know, was uh, partly, they, they, it was a technological advantage that Disney had and they had this process for doing the green screen stuff that no one else had for a long time. Wow. And they made a lot of these films doing all this kind of like compositing that no one else had the technology to do. But I mean, so that, I, this yeah. new one is a bit like, you know, they've got, kind of that old school stuff probably mm. done slightly differently but i mean we enjoy i mean at, you know look these children's movies not all of them are gonna blow you away but we'd concluded <laughs> that it was very watchable though nick had a few naps i watched it all start by looking through david graeber's bit of his book well let's just find it the bit that i sent you the other day Hang on. Was, do you okay. need to re remind I'll, us I'll, what we're talking about what if everyone got paid the same you've just if you've just tuned in we're talking about <laughs> this week what if everybody got paid the same right. um <clears throat> so why so this is um, moral, the moral philosopher G.A. Cohen argued that a case could be made for equality of income for all members of society based on the following logic. Or at least this is my own bastardised summary. Why, he begins, might one pay certain people more than others? Normally, the justification is that some produce more or benefit society more than others. But then we must ask why they do so. So that's the setup. And then we've got some we've got six things so i guess we read a paragraph then let's see what we think about it so one if some people are more talented than others for example they have a beautiful singing voice or a comic genius or a math whiz we say they are gifted if someone has already received a benefit a gift then it makes no sense to give them an additional benefit more money for that reason should you get paid more for being talented it's interesting isn't it I, I I did think just before we started reading that we should maybe say what our starting position is. And oh uh, yeah, I, you know I, I I'm, I'm I'm personally I'm on the I don't know I I think if everybody got paid the same that would be wonderful. Yes. If everybody. Well, if everybody had the same amount of money, is that the same thing? Well, the the, the, the sticking point for me is always the age. So what, someone's going to come straight out as an 18-year-old and suddenly get the same mm. salary as someone that's been around for 30 years in the, yeah. in the work, you know, someone that's been around for 50 years. Is, does, that, does that stack up? Or do you need the experience to build up before you start? Like, that, that, it, it's hard to kind of get away from that dynamic for me. So yeah, I don't know what an the thing one. is there. My, yeah, my but dad used to have this that, quote where he'd say, he said, he always had these sayings. <laughs> one was, <laughs> you know... Uh, even a calf, if it went to university for four years, would become a bull. 
not necessarily picking right. up any knowledge along the way. So uh, <laughs> age doesn't necessarily make equal knowledge, but or betterness. Uh, but yes, okay. Well, so and, and then there is the case for okay. Well, let them invest some capital in their future. So why limit their ability to sort of invest capital in what their decisions are going to be? So yeah, I, I don't know that that's necessarily yeah. a case again. So so this idea that if you have a you already have a gift. Yeah, why should you get money as well? The example of this is, for me, I sometimes talk about... I often think about myself as lucky because of my some of my innate abilities. I'm mm. ne- le- I wouldn't say I'm particularly talented in any particular area, but I am, I am uh, of a certain level of intelligence, which means that I can do things that some people find some things easy that some people don't. So despite mm. actually having some sort of dramas and traumas in my life and not having any privilege in terms of money in my background I have this privilege of being healthy and capable and those kind of things yeah Mm. so somebody who is less uh, gifted in that regard uh, but doing you know why so therefore never able because you know I remember do you remember my I, I quoted my sister at one point talking about this thing about achievement in context mm, so if yeah. you're in care and you're applying to university they can measure you on achievement in the context of where you are so I so because I still think like the, the the thing that comes up is the sort of laziness element and even with your graduates you know some work hard to become more wise and some don't and some people who are old and lazy and belligerent so I I kind of feel like if you are achieving or you know doing what you should be doing in the context of what you're tasked with or what you're able to do, then be paid the same money. So you get graded on, you know, your wage is set on your achievement in context measure. Mm. So if you're more talented, of course, you're going to be better at singing. So obviously I would never be paid to sing. (laughs) Nobody would ever do such a thing. But, you know, like given the... Uh, or, or I don't know. Let's what the comic genius maths was. I don't know if you. Do you know what I mean? So if you're 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 if you're if you're delivering eight out of ten of your potential achievement in the context of your ability, then you get the eight out of ten wages. But if you're mm. doing one out of ten because you're not doing enough, then maybe you get you know. So that could well, be whether you're cleaning the streets, because yeah. Anyway. So here's, here's, I mean, I, I don't know that this helps the conversation, but like the, the the first thing I, well, what I immediately come to is the, the myth of talent there. And um, th- this idea that anyone's got some innate thing is like talent is nothing without work. work. And I guess to sort of Malcolm Gladwell, this sort of myth yeah. that these people are geniuses or think, no, they just were able to put 10,000 hours into something and get really good at it. Yeah. And that that is more a question of, First, love. Do you, what do you fall in love with? What do you get excited about? Oh, I've yeah. just seen my first sampling keyboard and it's blown my mind and it's all I want to think about now. Or like just seeing a piano and just going, that that for me is love. Or seeing the computer and getting it to do something. It's like that for me is a moment of falling in love with a thing and going, okay, I want to, I'm, I'm, I want to know more about that. And then the second dimension of that is privilege, is, oh, we've managed to scrimp and save and get a piano for the house and some piano lessons. So there's the the opportunity slash privilege plus the interest. And I think those can explain 90% Mm. of what we call talent. Yeah. And even singing, singing, you don't, no one gets to, you know, like, and I, I have this conversation with my singing teacher. No one um, starts off with a beautiful singing voice, they, but they do it every day and they do it all the time from being a child. And, they, and then they have a better posture and then they have better breathing because they're singing all the time. And it's just the interest in it is what breeds the skill in it. A comic genius has to go and bomb a thousand times before you know in front yeah. it has to die in front of these audiences in comedy clubs over and over again like no one is immune to that um because comedy is this thing where you've got to you've got to try out your jokes on people or you don't know and that takes a lot of work and a lot of nerve and you know that kind of thing and then um 
I don't, yeah, math whiz, you've got to be interested in math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to yeah. get good at that without mid-thousands of hours of study. So, yeah, I'd say there is a myth to that whole idea of talent and really we need to be thinking more about opportunity and the ways yeah. in which we can let people follow the things yeah. that they I really mean, fall in love with. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I, I constantly, I consider myself to have been very privileged to have had parents that were extremely engaged in talking mm. to me about all sorts of things <laughs> yeah. all the yeah. time you know like when we talked about this like maths tricks and maps and traveling and but you know like let's just look mm. at things and talk about them so yeah I think that which is what that that creates the opportunity to have that interest yeah because how can you be interested in in the same way like how can you love what you don't know how can you be interested in something you've never heard of yes exactly and then I, I just know that you know, I mean, there is something innate to it because otherwise all of my brothers and sisters might have been, you know, doing what I'm doing. But then maybe being the eldest brother and me being the one that can hog the computer is, is, a, is a factor in that. <laughs> being the biggest, I say, get off. Again, like, again, like Malcolm Gladwell, it's like the sports you know talent gifted sports people are people that tended to be a bit older in the school year because they're bigger so yeah, yeah. you know there's there's those strange strange forces at work yeah. all the time and the the myth of genius the myth of uh, I, there must be a bit to it and certainly like you know being having the brains yeah is very helpful and that's hard to really call a nurture effect but but we don't yeah. mean that. okay so okay so number one we are okay and uh, and just to add to that the, just the, the way i see someone I, I you can see people feeling like they have to work really really hard but because they're i don't know maybe not quite as seeing as clearly as they could be that they do and it's that that poverty thing like it it, it makes you stupider yeah like it literally you know um god i've forgotten his name Hans uh, Rosick, no, um, no, Bergman, yeah. Bergman, Rutger Bergman, Bergman, saying, um, you know, like it, you measure IQ if you believe in IQ, as some of those uh, fascists still do, in the same way that talent springs from opportunity and privilege, um, like even intellectual faculties are affected by your level of opportunity and privilege, and not just from education, also just from the fact that you're. You know, your kind of perspective is so narrowed by um, by the desperation of poverty. One of the reasons I sort of thought, well, maybe I should pivot on some things I was doing is what is the thing that you can do that the fewest other people are able to do and maybe focus on that in order to find that kind of because I think what this first point is talking about is why do we pay film stars so much why do we pay like yeah why does why do these people get so much more than everyone else yeah or football stars or football stars yeah because yeah. because I was thinking about it in the context of jobs and work it start, it's starting from a point, a position that actually is, affects very few people. Yeah. Wow. So that's yeah. kind of, yeah, that's yeah. actually okay. not the, you know, that's not, not where really it's the gonna, point in general. No, yeah. I don't feel. Yeah. yeah. I think that's okay. what I'm trying to say. All right. So do you want to read yeah. two? If Why some, not? If number two, if some people work harder than others, it is usually impossible to establish the degree to which this is because they have a greater capacity for work a gift again, he argues, and the degree to which it is because they choose to work harder. In the former case, it would again make no sense to reward them further for having an innate advantage over others. So in the, the former one, you've got a gift, so, and then the other one chose to work harder, therefore they should get... Does, does anyone choose to work harder? I mean... You you get you can get sucked into something that you love doing, but then a lot of the time people are having to work more is just because they don't see any other way of getting, you know, getting by. I mean, I think it's a the work harder. It depends again. It depends on the on the context of this working harder. I think in terms of it. so if there's two people doing exactly the same job, and one of them just 
any what you define let's say you're well, I've you're, got an example go I've got an example of this go my on. first temp job yeah um I had to copy some numbers from uh, like a DOS shell into a Excel spreadsheet which was on a shared drive and there was this other temp um doing the same thing and she was going I was going from the top uh, from the bottom and she was going from the top I was working up working up and then I pretty much got to the top and then it just transpired that she hadn't been saving. So basically I'd done all the work <laughs> and she hadn't done anything. <laughs> and what, what was at stake here? Did you get paid the same or did you both keep the job? What happened? Was it a competition? Well, she went. She went home, you know. Well, the, she didn't stick around. I stuck around because, you know, I was I clearly had a bit more aptitude for things. Because it's a because um, one could argue that for her to have made such a mistake, she hadn't been told what to do properly. Yeah, that's probably you know <laughs> yeah, if you're not exactly. and again and that could be a privilege. Yeah, I know our spreadsheet documents work. I've, you know, I can not, save it. All right, I have an inter. I have an internalized understanding of how computers work yeah, yeah. which you know because she, she I've maybe been didn't. obsessed with them for 20 years or whatever like 15 years because um, I I think it's like this is you know two people following the same piece of instructions aren't necessarily going to give the same output and it's hmm. like I mean this work harder I, I think this definition of working hard because because this also generates I think this is I think the idea that some people work harder than others is used to, as a sort of, I think it's used badly in the workplace. To like this, people against it each is, other. It's somehow. like it's like you know all those jobs where you like places like LBI where people stay late and they work hard and they play hard yeah. and blah. And it's like no, actually, it's five o'clock. You pay me till five o'clock or six o'clock, whatever they got paid. And then now I'm going home because mm. I've done the bit that you've agreed. I've worked hard while I was here. I've done what I needed to do. Now I'm going home. Yeah. I mean, I never particularly clock watched because if I get into something, I don't mind it. But equally, mm. am I working hard? And then there's people who, you know, are just staying there dicking about, but looking like they've been there longer yeah, because they're not really, you know, they're in no rush to go home or they just want to look like they're working harder. So this idea of measuring, it's that thing you said, like the, the Bill Hicks, you know, you get paid more than me. Why don't you pretend I'm working hard? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. um, it's so, like and so, so this idea of working harder... I think is bullshit. I will use the phrase of the book. So, and and also sometimes I see people working really, really hard, but it's to fix Just getting problems of their own creation because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and also you're like you are so like kind of work, 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 work every second of the day, yeah, like yeah, drinking, yeah. necking Red Bulls. You know, it's like that's not what it's about like you've got to s slow down because you'll probably have to work a lot less and because work working hard just kind of keeping your head down isn't is only half the story is you've got to recover your brain's got to recover you've got to come in and kind of come back to it and the but, longer you stay up the longer the more mistakes you make but uh, the harder you work the longer you work I, yeah sorry but, it, but then i think there's also this like the work hard words come in much more I think when it's like a manual labor type thing like if I'm sweeping a street and you're sweeping a street and I'm sort of like titivating it with my broom <laughs> and you're sweeping it really hard yeah. like and you're really like pushing forward and moving faster am I the, the question really is not I think it's about sort of incentives and rewards it's like why are you brushing it so slowly, Ivanka? Why are you, you know, it's actually, uh, you know, it could be because I'm being more, paying more attention to detail and picking more bits mm. up. It could be because yeah. I'm just thinking, do you know what? I'm going to enjoy myself today and just go nice and slowly or my shoulder hurts or I, I don't know. So I, I think those are the times when actually, you know, if you're carrying bricks, I'm thinking of some of the jobs I've done like in the family like carrying bricks because my dad's building a wall and it's like I always ended up doing it because I could carry more faster because I was mm. bigger than my brother when we mm. were little um not anymore but you know it's like of course I'm going to do the help because I can get more done um mm. but that's not he wasn't punished because he was littler than me he just got to go and do you know he used to help my mum 
this sounds very traditional. You know, and it sort of makes it makes sense. This 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 only really makes sense in a world where everybody's doing the same job, and you sort of yeah. flow into the types of. You should need to if we could let people flow into the sort of things that they enjoy doing and doing well. Then it would. It's not like okay. It's not like there's only one job that needs to be done, and everyone needs to compete to do that one job. Maybe no. it is. I think it's interesting, this idea of getting paid the same. The, the, the hard work, because I, I did some brand values with a company quite recently, and mm. uh, they're, they're a consultancy that works with lots of freelancers, and they were trying to, they've always been trying to work on a model to distribute the um, the profit more, and it's like, mm. um, and then they, so they had one model, but then people who didn't really do contribute, so they would say it didn't work as hard. That would be the phrase mm. that they used would end up with the same profit as people who worked harder. But what they really, mm. what they were really saying was that people who were contributing to the making of the profit were getting the same um, as people who weren't really contributing. Mm. And that's, you know, that's, do you, want to, you know, that's... That... There's something to be said for, like, the reward being, well, I mean, 30, more of my stuff made it in. So, you know, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. next time you'll... Uh, <laughs> like, it doesn't all have to be about money. It no. It's be about all these other factors. And the other thing, and, yeah, the thing that you made me remember, because I did listen to um, um, uh, David Graybert sort of doing an hour talk on, on this subject this morning as well. I just did vaguely preparing on my way in. Wow, um, thank you. He um he was talking about like if you, if you, you know we, we we've been talking about like this fifteen hour work week since someone like first said it in the thirties and how automation yeah. was going to kind of like mean that we would have more leisure time, and um actually the way it's kind of like worked is more like people there's more jobs that you don't do anything so it's sort of working out in this weird way but what he was saying about how would you enforce like you know everyone stops at three instead of six kind of thing how do you change it from nine to five to nine to three with how do you actually enforce that without some horrendous system of surveillance and monitoring and like what would you how would you actually make that happen um from a state level you, you couldn't really no so, but yeah plus you i mean different people work better at different times they'll want to do the work the work thing because i i think in this world of contributing like in a, which is kind of what we've done with Restaurants Brighton now is that, you know, we're, when we're away, we're sharing the profits out equally mm. because it's like not, no one person, each person doing whatever they're doing, you know, contributing whatever they're contributing adds up. Like I can't live in this house and earn a living if the road outside is full of rubbish, <laughs> you know, like, the pic- <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, every single person, there is no one person whose contribution is more or less valuable ultimately. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and this is what actually, like, broke up my last musical collaboration was that we've been working together and I'd always been like, I've done enough of these to know that if you start trying to quantify musical contribution, yeah. it gets stupid. And like they ask you to like say percent this percent this person this percent this person, and I'd I'd, I'd always said look I think like this is two of us fifty percent okay you're doing the singing and some songwriting and like, that's cool but I'm I'm bringing something you're not going to get anything else too, and I do I will be bringing in a lot more you know that other stuff as well. And then it was a conversation like where I was like, well, uh, producers usually get uh, 18%, someone told me. And I was like, we're not doing this. I'm not. Do- That's not yeah. how I'm going to live. It's not how I'm doing this because you start fucking around like that like you just our values are just too different if that's what you're going to say to me so that and that was like okay well sorry we're not doing this bye yeah um and it was something i was quite invested in but it was like sorry i can't and you're right like that it is really hard to measure things especially like when you get into a creative sphere but as you've even hinted at like even bloody street sweeping is there's different qualities of street sweeping and i think um Another thing that uh, that Graeber does talk about is like the, what the innate re- reward of work is is that one of the first things that excites children first is that that they have an effect on the world, yeah. a predictable effect on the world. They move something and it happens, and they're j- overjoyed. And then sort of like evil psychologists will do experiments where like okay if you kind of let a child experience that and then take away their ability to have an effect on the world they just go catatonic like the depression that that absolutely destroys them 
And so these jobs where it's like the jobs that are killing people are the ones where they they're not affecting anything and they can no. work as hard as they like but it actually has no impact on anything they can possibly perceive um, so you know that's one of the worst things is working really hard on something you know is utterly just not even pointless yeah. just actually actively bad I'm making people feel bad about themselves for a living yeah. and it's really hard like that's just not good place to be I, I feel like I've kind of conflated and merged a load of things here but the point being like the reward of work the is the effect that you're having mm. and it's so why should and people if people find the thing that they enjoy having the effect then why should they get what, what how has money money doesn't and in the same way having getting paid more for something pointless doesn't make the work any oh, more no, no. palatable no still day to day that's your life and it's shit like if you don't if it's not what you want to be doing so i don't think people will necessarily yeah there's no reason to think anyone's going to get lazy just because the money is the same no no i know i know somebody i know somebody who worked with at um uh, i worked with her at the labor party but she said her team previously she just paid all the freelancers exactly the same regardless of mm. what role they did and she was upfront about that that's it. Yeah. And I think, you know, in that in that way, it's it's not uh, um, it's actually very simple, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it, it takes out that political situation because totally. you do get a political situation in these things. You know, when you know that somebody's earning a truckload more money than you, you're like, well, no, fuck you. You do it. You know, you're supposed to be or the like smart when you see one they're not getting, doing, yeah. Well, as you, <laughs> there you, go. you know, when you see someone not doing a good job, it makes it all the worse. Oh, you get so angry when you're like, yeah. "How come you're earning three hundred pounds a day more than me a day, and you're doing fuck all?" Though sometimes, if they're earning the same and doing fuck all, that's irritating as well. <laughs> recent experience yeah was the other person do you think doing it do you, do, what do you think the relationship between competence and and like wanting money for something and i like think love and if you are do you, doing the job just for the money i think it's almost impossible to do a good job mm. And do you think this person was doing it just for the money? Or oh, yeah, think... I think so. I think they right. they, okay, want, so... they wanted to be a consultant and because that pays you this much money and then you can do all mm. these other things. And it's like, actually, you know, like it wasn't about what were... Yeah, I think that's part what of was, the problem. It wasn't about doing a good job. So in the same way that like paying people... So I think that... <sighs> Sorry, it's I'm like... trying to figure out how to articulate this. Is It highlights that if you create... If, if it is unequal, then you create this artificial incentive for people to do jobs that they're not good at or interested in yeah, for the yeah. sole reason that they'll get paid more. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. He was doing the job because mm. it pays more than other jobs, mm. for sure. Well, I mean, I've been thinking about it. Like, I had all the way through university, I had cleaning jobs because <laughs> I mm. much preferred... I did Waitrose for a year while I was at sixth form on a Saturday and I actually found that quite... I didn't really enjoy it mm. very much because some people are really horrible to you <laughs> when you're mm. on a checkout. And then, uh, then I got cleaning jobs and I didn't have to um, speak to the general public, which was nice. Mm. But it's really cleaning is really satisfying. On the <laughs> subject of you know, like going back to street sweeping or cleaning the road, because you know, I, I, I do, I, but having a cleaning job, it's very nice to go in. I used to clean a school, and you go in, and it's all messy, and then you leave, mm. and it all looks really nice and clean and tidy. <laughs> so. Imagine how nice the play, the world would be if everyone got paid the same, and cleaners got paid the same as 
Yeah, and they could just enjoy just doing, do cleaning. Wouldn't it be nice? I bet you that kitchen. I mean, but well, I mean, but would would it be nice for the reason that now people that love cleaning are cleaning, right? And am I am I thinking that because our kitchen here skeeves me out pretty badly because there's someone else in this building. I told you, like, someone. I just went at ten thirty in the morning. Someone was had raw meat. They were doing some chicken. It was like, what is ten thirty in the morning? I just want to make a coffee. And um, but it's always a bit like grim in like the surfaces. And I noticed this morning that I don't think the cleaner does the kitchen surfaces, just does the floor and and the things. It's like, would a a vocational cleaner? But, is it? Have yeah. we got a vocational cleaner? I don't know. Is she just like you're not paying me enough for this? Is she like I've only got X amount of time, so I've got to kind of like do X amount of work? Yeah. How does time come into this? Yeah, I think where we're privileged is mm. in that we could earn a lot less than we do and still not be worrying about money in that base level. You know, like I mean, that's not strictly true of me because I've reduced the the amount of time it takes me to earn the money that I need but let's say if if you're really on minimum not even on a living wage but on a minimum mm. wage and you're constantly worried about money yeah. and I've got to do this and I've got to get there and I've yeah. got to get the cheaper train or whatever it is if you're yeah. constantly worried I'll get get the bus because it's cheaper so it takes me longer to get there da, da, da. how can you do a good job mm. really okay. Like if you're if you're a cleaner, how can you when you're constantly worried and on edge mm. and I've got to rush there and pick up my kids and then because if I'm late and then I'll get penalized because that, that, that. that's mm. what your life is, is if you're you know, if you're not getting a living wage where you can just be, mm. you know, function normally. There's a great video going around at the moment of a US senator, somebody, congresswoman, I don't know their titles as well as the British ones, but she's speaking to the CEO or president of JP Morgan Stanley, whatever they're called, and she's kind of doing the you pay this person this much money, rent in this town costs this much, a car costs this yeah, much. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. Anyway, so when I tried to bring up the other week but couldn't remember who it was or what was involved, got, like trying to get this banker to account for yeah, yeah, like how, like, what you're going to do. Yeah, you're so clever. And the, and the thing that he wasn't saying was like, clearly, I need to pay them more. But how, mm. how can you, on the same subject as that thing that Rutger Bergman brings up, which is that you're IQ level drops if you're worried about money. Yeah. How can how can you think creatively about oh do you know what if I just moved that there or did that it would look loads better or I could clean mm. that or whatever how can you yeah. do that if you're just on beside yourself with concern all the yeah. time. So um, I was gonna I was gonna talk about like like does does if everyone's getting paid the same does that just lead to an economy where the people uh, employers are trying to minimise the number of hours they've got to pay people for? Um, so I think that inherent in this thought experiment in this idea is that everyone gets paid the same regardless of how many hours. I think it just needs to be you all get paid the same, <laughs> which makes it even harder to kind of get your head round. Um, but if you're getting paid the same rate, but you can only get two hours a week work, then obviously it's not really solving the problem. But some jobs just don't take as long. <laughs> so why should I be at work when you're out playing football? And I think people will find things that they want to do. And yeah, I think, I think we have a certain amount that we'd like to work so we'll find a way to do it or try and find a way um three even it even if it could be proved that some work harder than others purely out of choice one would then have to establish whether they did so out of altruistic motives that is they produced more because they wished to benefit society or out of selfish motives because they sought a larger proportion for themselves so we've we've sort of like taken as the the baseline that people have to choose to work harder, which I don't know. Um, but then why are they doing it? And uh, I mean, yeah, like my my thing on this and what drives a lot of some of the projects that I've designed myself are that there's no point trying to ask why someone's doing something. 
no. all that matters is what they do like out like some people it doesn't even it doesn't matter if you're doing it to greenwash your company you're still doing it and yeah, we just I'm, have to look at how much i mean going going back to my recent example i learned the word greenwash last week <laughs> continue <laughs> the um going back to my recent example there is a the, you know there's a there's a desire some I mean I mean what's he saying doesn't really matter like doesn't matter why it's hard you know it's hard it's like okay there's these altruistic motives I don't I think they're, they're missing a motive which is that the output is better mm. you know okay you could argue that you know making a, a street cleaner is of benefit to society I mean it, sorry making a street clean is of benefit to society making this street cleaner than the other street is really about your sense of satisfaction with the work you've done isn't it yeah, and maybe compliments, and who cares? Oh yeah, someone thanks you for doing a good job. Like, why does it matter? I I don't think it matters. Let's do four. Do you want to take it? Yeah, we've dismissed three. Three gone. In the in the former case, if they produced more because they were striving to increase social wealth, then giving them a disproportionate share of that wealth would contradict their purpose. It would only make moral sense to reward those driven by selfish motives. So if you're doing it because you want the project to be better or because your project's going to benefit society, then you surely don't want more money because... Um, Otherwise it cancels out your effect. Um, because you're taking all the value that you've created. Uh, I, I don't really like these. No, um, I think that's Striving to increase social wealth. Because this idea of... Yeah, I don't know what this, this kind of predicate of social... Wealth, altruism. I mean, are we talking about? Is I mean, is it about nurses? Like, is is that what we're coming back to? Is that people that like to help other people in a real way I mean, should I get think, paid more than people that I are think, just doing yeah. stuff for themselves? Like, well, those jobs shouldn't exist. There'd be a lot fewer of those pointless jobs if the jobs, if all jobs got paid the same, because then you wouldn't be basing it on money. And most of those pointless jobs or like, you know, damaging jobs are kind of attractive because of the money that you get paid. I mean, I know, I know we're just picking out a, f a small section of a book, but mm. I feel like all this needs to have the, the underpinning of being paid well. So everybody yeah, should yeah, be yeah, paid yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah well <laughs> you know like yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, you know yeah. because yeah let's take the nurse or doctor example you know why does a doctor get paid more than a nurse uh, that goes to because frankly one one cannot be successful without the other they are incredibly interdependent mm. as far as i can establish um but none of those people should be struggling no i mean nobody should be worrying about money no you know, yeah, by all means, stupid. worry about whether or not you can afford a Louis Vuitton handbag because you don't need it. But a, but. a lot of those things are <laughs> signifiers that I have. I've got to prove to everyone that I get paid so much. Yeah. And maybe if you took that out of the equation, then you'd out the equation. Out the equation. If you took it out of the equation, <laughs> then you'd get a lot of less pointless. Ta I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, you... This is part of our target on TAT. Mm-hmm. Target on tap. Target <laughs> paint a target on tap. But this is the other end of tap. This is like massively expensive tat. Yeah. Is it still tat? But yes. it's like if it's showy stuff, like it's tat. Is, is 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 that as much of a problem? Is maybe as much of a problem as because it's still oh I can only wear this five thousand pound dress once kind of situation, yeah. isn't it? It's like it's single and, and use. It's all about showing how much money you've got. Look at my. Um, what do men have? look at my watch that has to cost a minimum of ten thousand pounds for me to be taken seriously in my job, and I have to have ten of them because otherwise people will know that I'm not getting paid that much. Um, mm. Take that out of the equation. I don't. I don't know if the uh, the high end tat is quite the same volume of landfill as the uh, oh you the store oh oh yes. There's lots of right yeah lots of destroying stuff that doesn't sell because you don't want it flood available cheaply there's right. lots of poorly treated staff there's lots of polluting of rivers it's same okay, same good it's same same excellent well uh, i'm glad that i have um pointed that out then okay then <laughs> should we do five five 
since human motives are generally shifting and confused, one cannot simply divide the workforce into egoists and altruists. This, this um, I, I, is it is is he kind of dividing up people? Is he saying that some people would be lazy about not working as hard? Or no, but it's egoists versus altruists. I, I feel like we've gone down a line. Here. I thought this looked good because it had some bullet points, but I don't know if this is any good. <laughs> well, I think what One... he's saying is if, if I'm if I'm working hard because I want to look good versus mm -hmm. I'm working hard because because now he's moved on to say like these are the speaking only of the people that work hard. Mm. Am I working hard yeah. because I want to look good or am I working hard because I want the world to be a better place or because I care yeah. like I'm a, am I a nurse or am I a fashion designer or a banker? Uh, I think that's good. Nurse mm. or banker. Therefore, uh, so the, the banker would be in the egoists department uh, in his definition and our nurse would fall in the altruists. I mean, there's there's ego, there's 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 things that are nice for the ego either way. I think. Oh, absolutely. But this job, is my right? yeah. So let me finish okay, reading. Sorry. One Shut is up. if we divide them up, if we if we realise that we can't divide it up, then one is left with the choice of either rewarding everyone who makes a greater efforts or not doing so. So either option means that people's intentions will be frustrated. Altruists will be frustrated in their attempts to benefit society, while egoists will be frustrated in their attempts to benefit themselves. If one is forced to choose between one or the other, it makes better moral sense to frustrate the egoists. I think we can agree that that's a good point. Yeah, I, I, I agree. <laughs> why are we upsetting the... Uh, why, do, why would we make the altruists' lives bad and the egoists' lives good? Yes. Um, that's not fair, is it? Morally, no, that is bad. Get skate into this conclusion, shall we? Yeah. With point six from Ivanka. Oh, is that point? Okay. Point six. Therefore, people should not be paid more or otherwise rewarded for greater effort or productivity at work. Case closed. <laughs> um, but everyone else should get paid. The baseline level needs to be high enough that uh, yeah. everyone's cool. No Which is perfectly possible, money. isn't it? Have you perfectly heard possible. Bernie Sanders calling for Disney after the end game, Avengers Endgame weekend, saying, well, this is your chance to kind of like give all of your employees a middle-class salary. Why don't you do that, Disney? Um, I don't know how that's panned out. But, yeah, well, stop. Whereas the, the, fa the owner gets a, yeah. 175 times more than the median wage. Like, there's definitely enough wealth to divide up. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that's the thing like give everybody that 50 grand a year the 50 to 70 grand a year yeah. and then you know if you're the owner of the company buy a, here's another hundred <laughs> yeah like, well now my, my question is like how a bit how widely would a system like this have to be adopted for it to be sustainable or would it create Okay, well, I want to go and live in this country because I can get more money and jets because I don't want to, for whatever reason, buy into this idea that uh, some people maybe don't need jets. Well, if people... we take that, I don't know how many people want more jets and more money if there's enough of them to create that. But then they own the propaganda machines. I don't know. I mean, in terms of us normal folk, what, what aren't billionaires... I think we'd be quite up for that, surely. Once we've I mean, got we would certainly whole... stand to benefit. Uh, um, um, but would it be like a tax haven situation where all the people that can actually make the change sort of like disappear, scurry off to to tax havens so they don't have to participate in this uh, social experiment? How? <sighs> but let's take that that Sumer company, the one where everyone gets yeah. paid the same, uh, apart, apart from truck drivers. <laughs> I, mean, hmm. I, can't, I can't remember why they're special, but they're, apparently they are. But that whole town has become a nicer place to live yeah. by so, all accounts. 
And it's we know, like, yes, and we've brought it up. So we bring it up, and that's the thing that convinced me that actually, despite my initial kind of, hmm, no, that doesn't sound right, reactions yeah. is that when you multiply that by society, yeah, then, you start to get a nice place to be. Yeah. And what's the smallest? I mean, how small could you start? I'd, you know, if I was starting a company with employees, I would definitely want to do paying the same to everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But And I think that's a kind of a... a, a it's just you've got to... It makes If you stop and think about it, it makes perfect sense. It doesn't mean that any person is less responsible than um, any... You know, like you still have your role and you still have the mm. thing that you're supposed to do. But if every, you know, if everyone comes and does their bit, then we'll all take home exactly the same amount of money. Mm. I think that's cool. And if you fuck Personally. up, you might get fired. But, yeah, you know, yeah. that's life. Yeah. That is life. Yeah, it's not a safety net. It's not to say that you can do nothing. Mm. You still have your... And maybe that's the bit that we haven't brought up Mm. on the subject of who works harder and who works less hard. I think in a world, if you were paying everybody the same, you have to be very clear on what each person's responsibilities are, what each person has to do. So, like, if if you're... and we've had I think we've all had managers like this which is look I don't care what time you come in or what time you leave but that project needs to be delivered on time so you know do it Mm -hmm. so if you stroll in at 10 I I haven't been clock watched at work for a very long time Mm -hmm. but like in that if we go back to the two street sweep you know me sweeping one street really slowly and you doing it really fast and vigorously it's actually you know, we're both going to get paid the same. Ivanka, it's probably going to take you longer to sweep the street, but as long as the street has no litter on it, I don't really mm. care how you go about doing it. Mm. But both of you, but if your if my street or your street had loads of litter on it, then we could still be fired. Well, perhaps so, yeah, and that if it takes out the we've got to account for your time because we're time is money, time is money, time is money. If it yeah. did make it more about the kind of outputs, then it does sort of like take that. It does give people a bit yeah, more yeah. freedom and flexibility to get it done the way they want, and and I think that there's uh, we underestimate the the force of meaning and satisfaction and like you know feeling like you're doing something useful every day that would <clears throat> move people from a job that maybe was a bit too easy for them, yeah, to something that was a bit more meaty because it would give you you know we that's something we kind of move towards you know we want to do something a bit more ambitious all the time and and like. If money wasn't part of that, I don't think it would change, you know, the fact that we'd want to try something bigger. I mean, we all like learning, really. Well, people play computer games for that reason, right? People, uh, you know, it gets harder and harder. You get more and more capable as you go through it. Um, And that's you don't get paid for that. You know, people pay for the privilege of working, you know, learning (laughs) some skill. Yeah, that's true. So... and that's it's the biggest industry. It's the biggest entertainment industry. And imagine if we could bring the same instincts that fuel that to the workplace instead of the situation we've got at the moment. In fact, I think everyone should have the pay to pay the same amount of money to work. Yes. That is it. We have to pay to work. Yes. <laughs> we have to use our universal basic income to pay for the privileged family job. No. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, come to grandapodcast.com. Subscribe. Subscribe wherever you're listening if you can. That would be wonderful. But hopefully that subscribe button does it for you. Let me know if it doesn't, because I am the webmaster as well as the editor. (laughs) You are the webmaster. Um, uh, Where can people find you, Ivanka? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. Cool. And you can find me at youtube.com slash user slash Michael Forrest. Oh, you weren't expecting that, were you? Um, what else can listeners that enjoy it maybe do? You don't have to do anything. But you can just enjoy it. That's it's okay. It's nice to express your love. <laughs> yes. What do you Buy do with your love of reviews. this? Sorry. For the, with the love of this podcast, if you, we... buy, you buy less stuff. And oh you look after the environment and you change oh electricity supplies. Uh, no, 
you uh, write us some ratings and reviews, please. Email us and tell us that you like our podcast or tweet at us or all those kind of things. Uh, you know what? Yes, I, think you're your some, I think you're on something there. What? You know what to do if you like a podcast. We don't have to tell you. You're not stupid. No. If you like the podcast, recycle. <laughs> and um, uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Thank you.